to positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. Not God Bless America. God damn America. That's in the Bible for killing innocent people. God damn America for treating us citizens as less than human. God damn America. As long as she tries to act like she is God and she is supreme. Here is something you can't understand. How I can just run a podcast. Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm back from L.A. Um, wow, that was dumb. That was a dumb place to go, be uh, for a while. I'll be back soon, I think. Suck it, L.A. <laughs> um, wow, We're Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, fuck, man. The entertainment industry is horrible. Um, everyone's getting fucked over. Uh, the, the whole city is just covered in gasoline and everyone's fighting over the match. I did never want to go back. I'll be back in two weeks. Um, anyway. <laughs> no matter how bad it is, just know that TJ Miller will always have an easier time getting on shows than you. Apparently, he's back. What? Uh, yeah, they booked him on Hot Tub on Monday. And then uh, cool. I It's unclear what the details were, but this woman was very upset. Uh, she was at the Virgil Bar where Hot Tub takes place. Uh, and she was dragged out uh, rather violently by bouncers and mm. the bar manager. Uh, it's I, I'm kind of unclear whether it related to her protesting T.J. Miller being on the show. It's, people are say, saying it's incidental, but that's even worse. Right? It's like, oh, they beat the shit out of this brown woman, and they booked T.J. Miller. We were just beating up a woman. We didn't know he was there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, maybe they should have cast T.J. Miller's career as Deadpool because it cannot die, folks. Ready player none. Yeah. Uh, Was he in that? (laughs) Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, he was was a CGI character, though, so you couldn't see his dumb face. Yeah, Yeah, he's the one that yelled, Denver! Oh, yeah. That's what he yells. Um, (laughs) Hello. Uh, I'm Jake Flores. i got with me Rog of Meta. Hey. Alex Patak. I was in Ready Player One. No, you weren't. And a uh, special guest this week, uh, Max Ogle, comedian. Hi. Hey, how's it going, y'all? Good. Welcome what to the up? show. Um, everything's horrible. Uh, I just got back in town. A, uh, a news article about my neighborhood reads a 15-year-old man was killed by the cops uh, in yep. this neighborhood. A uh, 15-year-old man, an old baby, was killed. It's your lived <laughs> experience that counts. <laughs> what, uh, what did I miss? Since I've been gone, what do you got? What's been going on with you? Uh, well, not a lot. Uh, there, there was a funny story uh, yesterday uh, in Splinter by Libby Watson, the great Libby Watson. Uh, apparently, uh, this this Gothamist reporter, um, Jen Chung, just posted this like snarky tweet, and it was like a picture of a dog on the one train in Uptown. And it was just like, hey, fuzzy dog on the train. And the MTA, like, very immediate, immediately were like, uh, oh, s- sorry, uh, if you see a dog on board, please alert 911 or the nearest crew member, um, which is <laughs> insane uh, because dogs are allowed. Uh, I mean, I think the law is they have to be in a bag, mm-hmm. uh, which is just – just for aesthetic purposes, because it's adorable, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Well, if but, they're out of the bag, their paws are free to graffiti. 
Oh, yeah. Mm. They can be all Antifa about mm-hmm. it. And, and you know the Antifa dogs are coming for us. I'm but, imagining uh, the police arresting a dog, and it's fun. <laughs> I'm imagining dog ice. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're keeping the puppies in cages. <laughs> <laughs> Separating them from the older dogs. But uh, uh, anyway, yeah, they tweeted this, and the Gothamist writer, Jen, was just like, yeah, I just wanted to share this cute dog picture. Um, I'm not sure what's happening right now. And then the NTA uh, apologized. One of our colleagues was mistaken in his response. Please do not call 911 unless there's an emergency <laughs> or unless we tell you to. Uh, we Oh, and they, they capped it with this. We love cute doggos as much as you, but they need to be at carriers while riding on a train. Um, that and, like... Uh, the article is tongue-in-cheek, uh, you know, headline, the New York subway has become a totalitarian anti-dog police state, which is not out of the realm of possibility, but, like, I don't know. We are in – you are in New York. I get stopped leaving Union Square all the time. Uh, I saw a little band called Radiohead over the weekend. That's what I was doing, so I'm very on brand. Oh, very cool. Yes, very cool. Oh, the biggest cool band in the world. Uh, I'm such but, a uh, nerd. I love Star Wars yeah, and yeah, Radiohead. Yeah. I love uh, Harry Potter and um, reading Radiohead lyrics. You know what yeah. I can't stop imagining is a news story that's like, a 15-year-old adult dog was found on the train <laughs> in a subway. And 15 years old in dog years makes him an adult man dog. <laughs> but... Uh, it was terrifying because uh, I I went in with uh, some uh, some drugs. They're fine, and uh, there were just fucking cops everywhere. And there are cops with dogs, cute doggos, uh, not in bags, just roaming around sniffing for drugs. And I'm like approaching the security <laughs> At radio gate. Head. What? At Radiohead. Yes, yes, it's insane. <laughs> Those are karma police. So you <laughs> yeah, yeah, drugs. Exactly. Which they close with that, and I think that was uh, uh, very intentional. But uh, anyway, uh, and I just freaked out. I had to throw like all these mushrooms away. <laughs> and that, like, I There's like taken... a guy in the corner just like unloading a bunch of Chuck Klosterman books from his <laughs> coat bag. Like, God, the cops are on to me. <laughs> and I had like taken a bunch of mushrooms before reaching the venue, so I'm losing my mind. And there are cops <laughs> everywhere. And then I had like another bag of, and I threw it in some dirt outside, and then I left the concert, and it was still there. So all in all, a success. Cool. Uh, but hey, NYPD, if you're listening to this, it's all a joke. I didn't do any of this. All right. <laughs> JK, LOL. Always gl- a success. This is an irony podcast. Satire. <laughs> I'm glad that you made a treasure map back to your drugs yeah, and you were able yeah. to find them <laughs> on really, mushrooms. We're glossing over the finding the drugs in the dirt portion <laughs> of the story. Yeah. Walking out of Radiohead with a shovel and a map and a pirate <laughs> hat on. <laughs> I'm going on an adventure. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, I'm glad that you got to live every 45 year old man's dream and yeah. go see. Uh, That's Radiohead. my essence. <laughs> I'm drinking wine right now. You're very mature. <laughs> oh man, we're old as fuck. You're uh, an adult flavor. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, whew. Damn. Well, you know, I guess you might as well blow your load on Radiohead, seeing as uh. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we might uh, as well. We might as well. Yeah, well, it, it just made sense to go to this concert uh, because it is official. Pod Damn America was not allowed into uh, Aussie Fest. Banned from Aussie the Fest. The preeminent neoliberal <laughs> you cowards. festival. 
Um, I don't. They didn't really say. Carl Rove, you coward. We'll never see Carl Rove songs now. <laughs> I want to be clear. It was just uh, when I originally uh, emailed them, I was like, there's no way this is going to happen. And I said, pod damn America. And they immediately <laughs> responded and go, oh, thanks so much for reaching out. We'll get back to you. I'm like, can you read? <laughs> and uh, and I, I get the email yesterday. It's like, oh, we're full. Um which I can only assume they looked at our most listened to episode and listened to the first 45 seconds, which we spent <laughs> shitting on Aussie Fest, <laughs> uh, which we would have loved to attend, but what are you going to do? They're probably just like everyone else and thought we were Pod Save America. Yeah, I was about to say, I, it's pretty similar. I've started doing shows, and I asked people to introduce me with that, and then I stopped because someone introduced me as Pod Save America guy, or that, like <laughs> I'm part of that show. I'm like, no, no, this is... Very wrong. And what then if when someone's I, too excited. And then when they say "pod damn America," I can feel people groaning at me. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it, we're popular enough to be getting groans. You think we're getting groans? It's the name. It's just kind of a groaner, long play on words. I didn't oh, know the show was no, going to. It's the name itself. No. I just never groan at those things. I didn't know this show was going to take off. Uh, <laughs> so I just named it willy nilly, something I thought was kind of funny in the moment, and now it's. And a mouthful to say every time I have to promote it. Well, we're probably the only podcast that's ever happened to, so it's fine. <laughs> it's better than the original name, which was just the story of Jake's missing bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was stolen by John Lovett. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, um, anyone listening, man, go look up this clip of uh, this chick. I got to pause real quick and remember her name. Uh, there's a great clip of... John Lovett's show, Love It or Leave It, where he has an activist on named Melina Abdullah who fucking just annihilates and embarrasses him uh, for like 13 minutes as he keeps yeah, trying to ins- insist to her that like um, everyone can agree that the Democratic Party returning to power is the most important thing and that like Russia is the most important thing. And uh, it's just fucking great because she's a woman of color and just says things to him very plainly like, you know, this Russian, this Russia gate name, it's like Stoshk or something. She's just like, that is not a household name oh, yeah, in my said, house. Everyone knows this guy. Yeah, like <laughs> no one cares. About everyone this. in my country club knows this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Russia gate is white people's shit and like sort of explains like, hey, um, you know, liberals are also racist and, you know, you can't assume this sworn allegiance. Uh, it's kind of, you know racist on some level that people just assume like you know ah oh, people of color and all these marginalized groups love democrats just like us or whatever bend and, uh, the knee to the progressive crown yeah and the best part is that uh she she tells them like you know democrats take money from the devil you know wouldn't you agree and he just like gets backed into this wall so hard where he goes like this is almost verbatim the way he like dances around it he goes well democrats um, Democrats have to you know, hold out a bag and catch money that's coming off of an evil machine. Uh, mm-hmm. So they catch the money in the bag and, like, you know, and then it just sort of like devolves from there and he stumbles off. Anyway, it's fucking great. Look up that clip. Yeah, that's like when you get an album rapper in at the battle, and then they choke up because you know what? They're not used to the 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 in- improv game of the rap battle. Yes, <laughs> scribble jam, man. <laughs> Early Eminem, Slug from Atmosphere, all embarrassing yeah, themselves. Ali. All the rhyme slayers. Yeah. Um, hey, shout out to all the rhyme slayers, real quick. R.I.P. Idea. Oh, is he dead? Yeah, he died like eight years ago. 
a year ago or eight, eight years ago? Eight years ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I oh. was the last person who interviewed him. Wow, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was wow. fucking crazy. I I love I used to love the guy. I would see him around town all the time, and he was really nice and uh, great. Uh, digression. Look up idea of idea and abilities. Uh, <laughs> legendary uh, hip hop underground hip hop duo from Minneapolis. I'll uh, it'll be the outro this uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this week. Damn, I haven't listened to idea in eight years, and I just realized that's why. Yeah, suddenly stop being around. Why don't around. they come by anymore? <laughs> Anyways, uh, we Where should is John Candy these days? <laughs> yeah. um, Robin Williams hasn't come into the old soda shop for a while. <laughs> uh, who else is dead? Everyone? Yeah. Um, He's just up there with little peep. They're just having a grand old time. Oh, my God. When I was in L.A., like, this is so weird. I don't know, like... You just get this weird David Lynchy feeling uh, yeah. when you're there. Like something that seems afoot and everything is like shiny and bright or whatever. I ran into a pal of mine that I hadn't seen since I lived in Austin. It was just like a, a East Side person, not even a comic or anything. Just randomly run into each other. And I go like, what's going on? How are you? And she's like, terrible. I've been unemployed ever since my boss, Little Peep, died. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Which is like hilarious on a level of like, wait, he had employees? <laughs> SoundCloud rappers have employees? Dude, he had an empire. He was about to <laughs> blow. Yeah. R.I.P. Little Peep. Yeah, Talk rest about in peace. He'll Talk be about the, a dead young man. He'll yeah. be the intro. Or he'll be, we'll, I'll put them both on. <laughs> Mix them together. Play them at the same time. Yeah, I'll do a mashup. Idea, little little idea. <laughs> the episode is a week late because Jake is constructing a little peep mashup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! I mashed up my little peep. Um, yeah. I don't know. So I call when I beat my dick. <laughs> okay, that's what I was going for. Oh, it might. Not, it's it's gonna get cut. It's fine. Cut it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yo, podcast DJ, cut that shit. Um. Anyway, uh, on to our uh, our start our. our tale of the the week here not our story um rather our um trip through history um open the book max ogle uh you are here to tell us about west virginia and the reason i think uh th- there's no segue into this like there's nothing that really happened in west virginia i guess this week that we could really use to segue mm, to this yeah. i just remember talking to you in a bar about uh a lot of things yeah um and your knowledge of west virginia was very interesting to me historically uh, with leftist shit, unions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Labor um, struggles. Yeah. Get out your rocking chairs and or ATVs because I'm we're going to West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose this is relevant because, like, Amazon workers are on strike right now. And yeah, and I mean, strikes. you know, not too long ago you had, like, the Wildcat teacher strike in West Virginia, which, I don't know, there were, like, one or two more teacher strikes in other states after that. So, I don't know, we have, like, a long history of, like, starting shit off, you know, in, like... <laughs> Ways you have a long history of starting shit. Yeah, we start <laughs> some shit, dude. Yeah. Bernie I mean, Sanders won the West Virginia primary. It did. Oh, did. don't make me start some shit. Socialism yeah. will never work out there. No, no of no. course they not. don't want it at all. I literally, I was back home a week ago, and I was like, "Mom, why wouldn't like you believe in socialist stuff? Like, why wouldn't you vote for a socialist?" And they, she's like, "He could never win here." I'm like, "Bernie Sanders literally won there." Yeah, it was it was wild. Old people, hard too. Older yeah. older people are. They follow this very like sad phenomenon where they don't vote for the people they like because they convince themselves that they wouldn't vote for it. It's so confusing. Yeah. Well, like if you, uh, but if he won the 
like the primary, and then he was right. the, him versus the Republican. He like Those the Democrats in the state would have voted for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, the term "wildcat strike" because it always reminds me of that that joke on The Simpsons when there's like a, like a kids' football team. They're like, "Who are we? The Wildcats. Who are we gonna beat?" The Wildcats, because <laughs> all those every elementary school has yeah. like their middle school has like the same mascot for some reason. Yeah, it's always like the Bobcats or some shit. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a specific part of the country that get really. I think that, that might just be like maybe middle schools like built after it wasn't okay to name them after Native Americans anymore. <laughs> you know? We're just doing cats now. Yeah. Pick a cat. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's, like, the safe thing they landed on. Because, like, yeah, the Native American thing is racist. My school, my elementary school was pirates, and I just remember hearing, like, concerned mothers all the time just, like, standing in the the fucking front office of the place just yelling at the principal, like, they're rapists! They're murderers! <laughs> Why is my child a, being called a rapist, you know? Well, the well, runner-up name... plagiarized that woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the runner-up name was Rottweilers, and we don't want to demonize bully breeds. No. You know? so, yeah. They're good dogs. But, I don't know. So <laughs> West Virginia... school's called the Pit Bulls, and everyone's like, put them down! <laughs> <laughs> they're not safe. Dolly! <laughs> it's, uh... So, where I'm from is basically been experiencing, like, a semi-industrial mono economy for like the past, I don't know, probably 150 years, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, you know, like we've had like a little bit of steel, but it's always mostly just been coal in places like Southern West Virginia, Eastern Kentucky, and like Southwestern Virginia, like that part of Appalachia has just all been coal fields forever. Um, so, you know, you have, like, the formation of West Virginia after the beginning of the Civil War. Um, and uh, up until then, it was basically you were – they were taking migrants from, like, port cities. And they would do this thing where they would name, like, a coal camp. Like, we're going to New Paris or, uh, you know, like – Boston, or they would just name them big cities, and so people would get on, <laughs> would get on like a train or a caravan, Sounds and they'll be like, "And nice. we got work for you there." So they're like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" I'm We're my going first to Ogdenville. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. first day in America, I'm already employed in the big city, and then they get. Me I'll have a job at Fucktown. Yeah, um, yeah, and so you know, and they get there, and it'd be in like the middle of the Appalachian Mountains with like, you know, barely any like houses, mostly tents, and they'd be like, "And we got a job for you mining coal." And they'd be like, and we're not going back. So you can either work and have a place to stay or, I guess, go live in the woods with no, like, no resources. So they're basically like Shanghaiing workers there in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then traditionally from like, like the 1850s, 60s until around, I think, like the early 1900s, miners were housed in homes owned by the companies. Um and uh, only paid in what was called company scrip, uh, which is basically like monopoly money that was good at like the companies like Walmart or whatever. Food Rutgers wow. bucks. Yeah. If only there's some sort of social media uh, mogul that does something similar today. Right. You should uh, just start taking notes because this is just where we're going again soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, exactly. We're all going to live at Google People are living house. in Facebook camps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Look, no. You can either go out in the woods or you can sit down in the social media mines. Yeah. 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 I, I, I already mean, bought a, def- a ticket to something called New Brooklyn. It's in <laughs> New York. You go lay in the news feed. They've got a job for you <laughs> tweeting there. Um, well, but, they uh, ain't ready. I mean, yeah, they weren't called coal barons for nothing. It was just like American 
American feudalism, you know, um, and the whole economy centered around this one thing. Um, you know, like the only person that really made any real money was like a town doctor because like the company had to pay them real money, but that's about it. Um, and so obviously, you know, around like the beginning, like the early 1900s, like people started to like organize and, um, unionize and strike, um, which like hurt the bottom line of coal companies like a lot. Oh no. I mean, yeah, but I mean like, especially at the turn of the century, coal was like the energy source. It was like the only thing that was really powering, you know, industrialization in the U S like New York city was transforming. Uh, it was the only thing they used to make steel, um, so like, well, the country was like being transformed in like a post-industrial, you know, America we know today, like this was probably like the most important, it was like the, I don't want to say like the middle East of America, but it's like that fuel source was like as we, they were as dependent on that as we are on the middle East oil today kind of thing. So as oil is Texas tea, coal <laughs> would be. West, West Virginia. Virginia crumpets. I was wow. I was actually about to say crumpets. West Virginia crumpets. Group think, dude. Get out of my mind, dude. Those it's. I was gonna say pierogies. And into my car. <laughs> and into my car. Get my yeah. fucking car. Um, my fossil fueled car. So, as like uh, unions picked up, and they were you know gaining more power, uh, companies just started evicting um, union members and union sympathizers because they owned the houses. And weren't unions, like, illegal at this time, too? Um, yeah, they weren't illegal, but they, they weren't, like, protected at all. Union activity was illegal. Yeah. Just before, like, they even became, like, a legally recognized. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, what, or yeah. no. what year is this now? This, uh, this is about, like, 19... Like fifteen-ish is okay. like when the evictions start happening. So post-industrial evolution and rampant labor abuses. Exactly. That yeah. Haven't been accounted. Mm-hmm. Shit's all Peaky Blindersy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, Boy. you know, like you'll have you'll have like little, <laughs> like, bits of unrest scattered around because you know, like a group of miners would see a a, a woman and her children being thrown into the street with all their belongings. Uh, well, like her husband was at work, you, you know, see, so he I, couldn't it's a do anything. In the street. <laughs> They're um, all British for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and um, do like dogs? They I'll didn't. Stop this now. They didn't. They didn't have like an incorporated police force either in these towns. They would only hire like, like either Pinkertons or um, uh, in the case of, you know, uh, camps outside of Mate One, West Virginia, uh, the Baldwin Felts Agency. Um, which was called in on May 19, 1920 to uh, put down labor disputes uh, in, like, camps outside of Mate 1. And so the Baldwin Feltz uh, guys were real fucking motherfuckers. They were called the Baldwin Thugs. So um, they're a detective agency? Yeah, but, like, what? so, like, they're a detective agency, but they're just dudes with guns that will come. So they're, like... The early 1900s team of private investigators, or whatever, or like, what it, are they? They're like they basic, sound like mercenaries. They they are they're they're basically mercenaries. They okay. would detect that they're about to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The fun thing about the Baldwin Feltz Agency is that they were. Uh, <laughs> Alex is impressed. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were bought by the Pinkertons, uh, who we all know and love, and then the Pinkertons were bought by Securitas, which is like still. A thing today. Project Securitas. Yeah. You know, uh, and, you know, it's fun because sometimes you see them running around uh, refilling ATMs and you're like, 
you shot my great grand grandfather. Wait, so um, like, what? What do they do today? They're, they're, they're not just, allowed to just go hit people with a truncheon anymore. Well, they're like <laughs> private security forces, or uh, you know, just they just they're still standing around rich people with guns. Oh, okay. You know? That's that's basically what they do now. It's good work mm. if you can get it. Hired yeah. muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's gotta be cool to have a job from like a hundred years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a goon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I a specialize in goonery. I have a LinkedIn account. Well, I feel like we specifically just know a lot of people who would be hired goons. I would goon so hard. <laughs> they don't really fit into a lot of clerical work. They're just like, look, hit that guy. Come back every Wednesday. <laughs> it's your job. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be the fast talking short one that comes out from behind the tall one. Oh yeah, yeah you dude. know, Max is scrappy. Mm-hmm. Um, a little so bowler they, hat and a cigar. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd hit you in the stomach real hard with brass knuckles. Yeah, you're looking up. You're looking up at the big one. Then what's down there? It's Max in a little hat. He throws his hat at you like odd job. It's got a razor in it. Fuck, dude. <laughs> now I'm out. That's too much. <laughs> um, so they like enter this town to like because there's a big there's a big um, there's a big strike right. Everyone in those coal fields they they all organize. Um, they all get evicted from their houses. They're living in tent cities, like outside the coal camp and outside of the town of Maitwan. So the company calls in um, the Baldwin Feltz agency to like come bust it up and get everyone back to work. So first things first, they try to bribe uh, the mayor of the town, Mayor Testman, $500 in 1910 to just go on the roofs of the buildings in the city and just set up machine gun emplacements. Um, and he's like, uh, no, no, you can't. You can't do that. Um, and this is right around the time machine guns are suddenly available. That's like, like the height of technology. Yeah. yeah. It's um, like right after World War One. So yeah. They're good machine guns. Yeah. Um, and so um, so they're going through, they're finishing up the evictions, and then, um, you know, they're causing a bunch of, they're raising a bunch of hell. People are getting pissed. So as they're walking back to the train station to, like, go back and report back and get more people, uh, they're confronted by the chief of police in Maitwan named Sid Hatfield. Uh, of Hell Hatfield yeah. McCoy's, uh, you know, family yeah. lineage. Yeah. Um, and, and he's James Hatfield from Metallica, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? That's Hatfield. Uh, no, oh. it's yeah, it's different. Damn. It would it would be he's, he walks up, he's just like, for whom the bell tolls, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. It's very cool. Nineteen twenties guy. It's like, yeah, give he's me like, fuel, give me fire. <laughs> Here, have a seat. Give me the coal that I desire. <laughs> <laughs> have a seat. There's whiskey in the jarro. Oh, um, yeah, that's a cover. It's <laughs> um, not their song originally. <laughs> Thin Lizzy. Um, so he's deputized like twelve or fifteen miners, and so there's like kind of like an equal size uh, group of people between the the Baldwin Feltz agents and the miners, and then. Like, out of nowhere, Albert Feltz uh, pulls out a warrant for Sid Hatfield's arrest. And then, they so they try to, like, arrest Sid Hatfield. He runs into the mayor's jewelry store. And then, <laughs> no, like, seriously, this is all true. At the time, every mayor had a jewelry He store. had a jewelry store, you know? <laughs> he's jewelry he's trying to help his people shine out there, you know? <laughs> um, and so the mayor comes out, and he's like, whoa, guys, what's going on? And uh, they're like, we have a warrant for his arrest. They show the warrant to the mayor. The mayor's like, this is a bogus warrant. They're literally just yelling things at each other. <laughs> and then after the mayor yells, this is a bogus warrant, the Baldwin Fells agency just opens fire on the miners. <laughs> and so, so the miners, there's a huge gunfight. And um, I think it's it's like seven Baldwin Feltz agents, including Albert Feltz, die. Woo! Um, and three uh, people on the miner side die, including uh, Mayor Testament, who's like literally shot dead on the steps of City Hall. Now who you know, will run like, the jewelry store? <laughs> well, fun story. Seth Hatfield turned the that jewelry store. He turned that jewelry store into a gun store. 
hell. Oh, he, yeah, was, yeah. he was like, all right, guys, I'm just going to start selling you guns. These are um, expensive guns. They're jewel-encrusted. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I, I have to say, every time you say Albert Feltz, I keep thinking you're going to say Albert Fish, who was the Brooklyn pedophile cannibal from the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Uh, very different story, but I need to get it out of my head. <laughs> Listen, yeah, okay. all Alberts are the same. You heard it here first. They're Fat Albert, Albert Fat Feltz. Albert, any Albert. Fat Albert know. Fish would be a good Halloween costume. <laughs> 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 it's just the more successful Albert Fish. <laughs> hey, 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 I'll watch you, kids. <laughs> oh, Honestly, kind of goes with the spirit of the creator. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah. not like that far off. Um, I mean, it is pretty far off. But you so. watch a lot of serial killer stuff. Oh, too much. Sometimes I see you and you have dark rings under your eyes, and I'm like, you've yeah. been up all night listening to podcasts about Albert Fish, haven't well, you? Well, like reading about like child trafficking or whatever. Mm. Like It's real. And then everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> Jesus. Get some rest, Rog. Um, so that was the Meituan Massacre. That's what that was called. What's okay. it called? Uh, the Meituan Massacre. Meituan? Meituan. Meituan. Yeah, there's lots of fun names. Just strap in, bud. Um, Matewan, is that my cousin? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's you something laugh, you but mic. I have a cousin, Matewan. Do you really? No, you do don't. You? Do so. Whoa. Um, yeah. Holy shit. You is should do that. Singer? You should go play like, uh, you know, black comedy rooms and yeah. do, do that <laughs> joke. Me and my cousin, Matewan. Um, <laughs> the whitest person on earth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, like, after that, it's kind of on, you know, like, more people start striking. All the miners are living in, like, tent cities, um, which would, like, regularly be, like, harassed by, like, uh, Baldwin agents. Like, they'd come in and either just, like, knock down tents and rip shit to shreds, or they'd sometimes, like, take boxcars, and then they'd put a machine gun in one of them, and then as the train went by, they would just rake the the tent cities with uh, machine gun fire. One of those things is worse than the other. One of them is. <laughs> they either um, knock over your tent or shoot a train full of people with a machine yeah. gun. Um, one time, there was a tent city outside of Lick Creek uh, that got raided by uh, Captain Brockus of, uh, I want to say, oh, shit, like, I think it was Mingo County. Um, he went there with the state police. And um, so, like, the miners saw him coming, and they, like, like kind of dug in and, like, just were, like, holding guns out like hey uh you can't come here like on some like show me a warrant shit you know and then they just uh continue to like push past those guys break everyone's tents pile up all their belongings and then lit- light them on fire <laughs> that was the first libertarian yeah was, am i being detained sir as he's getting <laughs> blown um, away with a fucking machine gun and so miners would just like do like little acts of guerrilla warf- warfare like ambushing like state police or like baldwin felt's agents in the woods or blowing up coal shafts or coal tipples, um, which actually Sid Hatfield got arrested for blowing up a coal coal tipple later on. Um, Guys, we joke around on here, but it's not cool to talk about hurting a Baldwin agent. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Baldwin agents have families, and it's a tough job. They're working for America. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you worried we're going to get our door kicked in by the Pinkerton (laughs) agency? (laughs) (laughs) We're the historical Department of Homeland Security. (laughs) 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 We're representing the Rockefellers. (laughs) Three guys only wearing a monocle. (laughs) They're sharing a monocle. (laughs) One really big monocle. (laughs) (laughs) One of them is Mr. Peanut. (laughs) (laughs) So on January 21st, uh, 1921, uh, Sid Hatfield has to go stand trial for the murder of Albert Feltz. Um, And uh, he was like kind of like a local like folk hero like throughout the region. So like he's down there. He's like fucking shaking hands with reporters, like kissing babies. Like he's like a star. 
you know um and so like even though like he ended up getting acquitted for that because they were like well you know it was a self-defense kind of thing um like union efforts uh were actually like taking like big hits like 80 percent of coal mines were back operational by that time because either they were importing scabs uh fucking piece of shit um or they were getting uh striking miners back uh, and making them sign, like, yellow dog contracts, which were basically sort of like a modern-day, like, non-compete clause or, like, non-disclosure agreement. Like, they couldn't say anything about their salary. They couldn't uh, say anything bad about the mines. If they were, like, around anyone known to be a union sympathizer, like, they lost their job. Right. It must have um, been so easy to find scabs back then. Because they just came up to, like, a little boy, and it's like, hey, would you like to make 30 cents? And yeah. the kid's yeah. like, of course. Want to stop living in a tent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And now he has black lung. Yeah. I, I see you got a lollipop there, boy. How'd you like to make enough money after a hard day's work to have two lollipops? Yeah. <laughs> to keep it, yeah. yeah. It was hard to sign these contracts, though, because if you signed a yellow dog contract, they wouldn't let you on the New York City subway without a bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, which were... Uh, these contracts were actually outlawed in 1932 under the Norris LaGuardia Act. Um, yeah. Right down the act. Shout, <laughs> shouts to the airport, dude. Um, <laughs> Getting a tattoo of this act. Um, so, you know, there's, like, a lot of other big guerrilla skirmishes. You have, like, the three days battle uh, along the Tug River Valley, um, which, uh, like, I think it was Harding uh, threatened to call in the the National Guard, so uh, the miners stopped, and then martial law was imposed in the area, uh, which was really only used to harass Union people and, um, you know, just, like, arrest them for jaywalking and then put them in, like, large prison camps. Um, And so, you know, like, the tensions start rising again, and then um, on August 1st, 1921, uh, Sid Hatfield is on trial again for blowing up a coal tipple with dynamite. Which is rad as fuck. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. He's wily Coyote. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, I just imagine him sticking like a giant red stick in something and it blowing. It's so cool. Um, I fucking love where I'm from. Um, and so he travels so to the proud. M- yeah, right. So um, true. He travels to the McDowell County Courthouse um, with his friend Ed Chambers and their wives. And as they're walking up the steps to the courthouse, the doors of the courthouse swing open from the inside. And, like, eight uh, Feltz agents come out and just, like, unload into uh, Sid Hatfield and Ed Chambers. And, like, like they literally, like, after they, like, emptied their first clips, one of them went, ran down the stairs and, like, shot uh, Ed Chambers in the back of the head again. <laughs> right. Um, Damn. And, uh, like... <laughs> Like literally, like none of them. They never even got arrested. They just like packed. They just like dusted themselves off and walked away. Um, All right, you're free because that was too cool. Yeah, that was very <laughs> badass. It's um, like a Godfather movie in the future. Yeah, I object on what grounds? On the grounds that that was fucking rad as hell. Um, <laughs> uh, so like that story spread throughout um, the region, and then like dudes just like like haulers just start like emptying out. And, like, people just start, like, buying guns or grabbing what guns they had and just, like, really just kind of starting to meet up. Um, you like know, like meet com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, miners only. Um, uh. <laughs> miners only. <laughs> but, um, miners meet. <laughs> yeah. he, so there's one group of miners that militarized along, uh, what was it? It's a little, the Little Coal River. And um, so 
the sheriff of Logan County sent a bunch of state troopers to like go break them up, uh, and then the miners ambushed them, uh, disarmed them, and then like sent them back home walking in a straight line. Like they just they fucked these dudes up, and that was pretty fun. <laughs> That's Single real kung file. fu shit. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, August seventh, nineteen twenty-one, the leaders of the UMWA in the area met with. Um, Governor Ephraim Morgan uh, to like just present like a petition and be like peacefully like hey this is what we want we need we want they just wanted their rights and he it took him like something like an hour to be like no no I don't think so um, so that brings us to what is called the battle the battle of Blair Mountain hell yeah yeah it's uh, this is where sick the Blair Witch name. comes from yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we lost eight good teenagers that day. Um, <laughs> Some fucking turn of the century guy standing in the corner of a room, you know, just like <laughs> the reason <laughs> the they couldn't get away, get away from that witch is because they had to set up the camera and crank it, and they'd be like, "Ah, the witch is here." Oh, yeah, yeah. Know? It's an entire movie shot on one of those cameras. That you have to put a sheet over your head yeah. to use. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks like the witch is coming right at us. <laughs> oh, you look real scared. Um, so after, you know, they they all they don't get their rights from the governor. You know, like they're just they feel totally helpless. They're like. Well, there's a bunch of miners in prison in Mingo County. Like, you know, we could, we should just, you know, there's like 13,000 of us. Let's just march to Mingo County and free these guys, and our numbers will probably be, like, doubled. Mingo County. Yeah, great, great names, man. Um, and Drummer so for the Meatles. So they're they're trying to plan this. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Boo. <laughs> Mary joke. Harris, a.k.a. Mother Jones, <laughs> um, who was really talking, like, a lot of good shit before this was like don't do it you'll all die or go to jail like you know just being like not really being down not being down to ride um and then so everyone was like fuck mother jones it's a boring magazine um <laughs> nice. and uh they decided that they were gonna go fuck some shit up in mingo county which meant they had to go over um blair mountain which the logan county sheriff's department had kind of like embedded themselves on um, oh, these minor boys are at it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like 13,000 um, union. Be exhausting being the sheriff in this time period. Dude, I mean, you know, you thought it was a cushy gig. You just get a star and some moonshine and sit on a, a stool. But then you got these people who don't want to die at their what job. What do I have to do to rock in this chair? <laughs> yeah. I signed up to rock in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> um so there are like 13,000 people in the union forces all said and done, like not just miners, like doctors, actors, like just anyone in the community who wanted to hang out. And they were led by a guy named, uh, literally named Bill Blizzard. Tight. Which is so fucking rare. Founder of Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He made World of Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> with the it's actually, it's based on the Battle of Blair Mountain. Um, <laughs> Back I, then, uh, World of Warcraft was just a bunch of old men sitting around with little figurines on a table. <laughs> it's like, it's a raid. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Leroy, goddammit. it! <laughs> um, <laughs> Drunk on moonshine and shit. Yeah. Uh, so they're all trying to get to Mingo, and they're, like, leaving at different times. And so uh, to catch up to the main forces, some of them uh, hijacked a train and renamed it the Blue Steel Special, which I just think is a beautiful Hell little yeah. color. You know, just imagine a bunch of fucking, like, toothless miners just, like, stealing a train and then riding really fast on a train. To go, I don't know, go fight the government. I, I assume like you had to like pump it with one of the, those uh, like 
cartwheel type thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. A pu- uh, uh, what's it called? It's, I think it's called a pump cart or something. A push cart or something like that. I don't know. Pump cart. Little pump, pump cart. Little pump, little pump cart. cart. As a rapper back in the day. <laughs> little little pump cart. He'd do the hand bone and fucking yeah. blow a wind over a jug and shit. Blue Steel Special, though. That's Rest not in peace. A, name. a real name is Mingo. Mingo County. Uh, so the sheriff of um, Sheriff Jafin of Logan County uh, is backed by the coal operators, obviously. And so... Uh, they called. They created what was basically like, it's not like a super PAC, but just like a fund called the Coal Operators Association, um, or the Logan County Coal Operators Operators Association, and so they hired a private army of two thousand men, and so it's like, imagine like thirteen thousand of us, and we have like hunting rifles and shit, and then it's like, they have two thousand people from Blackwater. You know, like, that's basically what it is. Cool. Seems like no contest. Yeah. No contest. Um, we win. Yeah, right? Um, uh, so they, they're also, they have the high ground. They're, like, they have, like, machine gun em, em, emplacements. They have mortars. Didn't they have machine um, guns mounted on the tops of trains? Uh, yeah, they did. That's um, so fucking funny to me. I don't yeah, know. It just sounds I mean, cool. That's That was, like, the one infrastructure in the area. So if you controlled the train tracks, like, you controlled pretty much everything i just like the idea of, of like spice. rolling into a scene sideways with a machine gun turret it's like ah, ha, 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 you know you, you, you roll right back <laughs> out trying to sleep right. in this box car <laughs> <laughs> shooting i was just trying to get to oklahoma um, <laughs> oh yeah he i don't i feel like it's almost not a correct comparison to say they're from blackwater though because you know like the trained mercs in 1920s were still just like Whoever could <laughs> do a karate chop. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas these people could fucking kill you with like their calf muscle or whatever. This is just a hobo with like a rusty tin can. Yeah. <laughs> Phil's been with me in three campaigns, ain't you, Phil? <laughs> oh, I miss my wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so not Blackwater, but like, you know, they have uh, Tommy guns and shit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, um, off brand Blackwater. Greywater. Yeah. Greywater, there you yeah. go. You know? Um, so they're. they're, they're they're skirmishing. Uh, not all the miners get there at once. So, like, the first uh, group of miners, there's a small skirmish. Warren Harding is like, I'm going to send bombers and the National Guard if you guys don't sh- stop this shit. Uh, so the miners kind of meet up, and they're like, all right, we don't – it's the president. You know, we like the president, I guess. And so – Goddamn, do we respect the office. You know, they really <laughs> respect the office, and they, they turn around – and then Chafin is just sitting on uh, He Blair is Mountain. qualified. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just sitting on Blair Mountain with 2,000 men, and he's like, I wanted a battle. <laughs> and so he just goes, um, he just goes down to uh, Sharples. That's a town name, Sharples. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, That's not real. You all know Sharples. Um, goes down to you Sharples. Mean Staples? He goes, he goes into to a, Staples. He goes to Staples, <laughs> who was a big union supporting uh, organization. They were giving him all the office supplies they needed, mm. paperweights, tech assistance, um, and just anyone in a red shirt, he just started killing. Um, <laughs> he just, yeah, but he did. He started just shooting people who were like known union sympathizers. Oh, my God. And, um,. Like, women and children were killed in the crossfire, and, like, so after that, um, the miners, like, turned back around, and we had the Battle of Blair Mountain, which had lasted for about a week, uh, just fighting up and down the mountain, and all said and done, I think, like, 50, um, 50 of, uh, you know, the private army were killed, and then, like, 100 to 150 miners were killed, um, and then... I want. What's the exact number? I have it written down. It's oh, yeah. Uh, and then 985 miners were arrested for murder, conspiracy to commit murder, and treason. 
Oh, I fucking because you country. know how it's it's treasonous to you good know, sir to be like, hey, <laughs> stop killing me. Um, I would like a raise. Yeah, yeah. treasoner. <laughs> um, and um, it's fun- an act of war. Remember this week when everyone was yelling at Trump, like it's an act of war yeah. <laughs> that he uh, colluded with Putin or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. She's like, I don't even know what's happening. The word treason <laughs> is just so funny because it's just an abstract nationalistic fucking thing to get mad about. Yeah, Trump disrespecting America is the only thing I like about it. Yeah. yeah. It's basically like like a nation just being like, you hurt my feelings. Yeah. I trusted you. <laughs> yeah. um, you have to be really into the idea of a state to be like, treason, sir. <laughs> yeah. Like the only person who should be mad about treason is like the king of a fucking yeah. thing. I know? feel like you yeah. have to have like a lot of jowls to say the word treason. You have to be like, treason. <laughs> I object. Yeah. So another fun fact, though, about the private army is they, they hired private planes to drop homemade bombs made with leftover gas from World War One. Big bowling ball cartoon bombs, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Sweet. Um, and, like, the only reason, like, a lot of miners got off is because they found, like, bombs that, like, didn't go off. And they were like, they were dropping these on us. Please? Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, like, Full of all the stuff you're not allowed to yeah. poison people with. You remember the Geneva Convention? <laughs> um, so that's the Battle of Blair Mountain. It's the largest... Uh, armed labor uprising in U.S. history. Um, cool. And, you know, uh, I'd love to say that, like, after that, the governor was like, we got to protect these miners, or the president was like, we got to get safe working conditions. Nothing really happened. Um, uh, union union membership didn't really go up again until the New Deal. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, like, it's really as cool as it is and like as like rad it is as it is and it like we should like learn from it so we don't have to fucking shoot our way out of labor disputes. We again. should break that record by Amazon employees no, staging an armed fucking uprising and then throwing like DVDs box sets at people and shit and yeah. like uh you know bumping drones into people and shit. Yeah. Uh just throwing weird random crap you can buy all over the place. Yeah, killing rigs. killing someone with the the see the the complete box set of Stargate. Yeah. yeah. Um dropping bath bombs on people. It's going to happen from the people who are working in the Venmo towns out west, you know. Mm. I hear there's some bitcoin out there still. Hell <laughs> <laughs> it out California way. Weird prospector guy. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, th- I think the main the main thing they did wrong was they didn't kill all the rich people. Uh, you know, they didn't kill anyone who owned a mine or like threaten the family of anyone who owned a mine. They were only fighting like, you know, police officers and like, you know, like the national guard really. Right. You know, like they, like it was like it was a problem with capital, but they fought you know like local, state, and federal government instead of you know. The people who controlled the capital, right? Because the, the people who controlled it just hired a bunch of people to fight, exactly, and be their pawns instead of right. just kill a bunch of them. It doesn't right. matter to them, exactly, because the the, the power structure is still in place, so it'll just. It's almost like they should have seized the means of production hmm. from the people who owned the factory. Hmm. But that's nonsense. Yeah. All right, bro. Uh, Alex, I just I hate to tell you, this is America. And we don't hey. we don't believe that here. Um, All right, should have seized the memes of production. Just you know what I'm riffing on a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, should have seized the Mingos of. Produ- I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, you want to say something because it's a ridiculous name. But what do you, what is there to say? It is fun. Yeah, a, so a Mingo ate my baby. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
Um, and then, I mean, after that, you just have like 80 years of history of how West Virginia is just completely like used for their mineral resources and then like left to like either die in the process of getting them or die of cancer caused by like, you know, side effects of that. Like we have these things in West Virginia called coal slurry impoundments. They're also like, you know, they're all over Appalachia, which are basically like if you remove the top of a mountain by like blowing it up and then you strip mine it, you have like a big empty crater in the top of it. So they'll just dam up uh, coal slurry, which is a byproduct of like when you wash coal so that you can like use it in a power plant. This is like at uh, Long John Silver. So you can just buy crispy stuff, which is just the batter that falls off of the other shit that they cook. <laughs> exactly. For yeah. like, you know, cheaper. So it's a dam of batter, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is like, you know, super, super toxic. When um, they take the mountain batter out, it's very deadly to the workers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh, it's, you know, sweet. So it'll kill you. You know, uh, you know, like, so, like, there are these dams that house, like, you know, just so much of this stuff. And they're, you know, if they're at the top of a mountain, that means they're above a valley, which is where people live. So, like, all of these things are just, like, like, these people just live in valleys with, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of gallons of toxic waste above them. You know? Yeah. Um, You're from, like, a black and white cartoon land. It kind of is, this you know? like goop fucking water falling down a mountain yeah like one time my gym teacher didn't want to give me an a and he tied my mom to some train tracks it was nuts dude um <laughs> he was a cow yeah <laughs> with big white gloves <laughs> <laughs> and i was like hey dude that's kind of reminiscent of a minstrel show i don't know if that's really and he was like shut up and then everyone um, danced he just said shut up that's what he said he said it but it was in a like a it's a silent cartoon so like a card just came on <laughs> said, shut up exclamation point <laughs> i'm waving his finger at you i shot him i shot a gun at him and it said bang you know um <laughs> anyway so it's good we've completely gutted the epa mm-hmm. and uh uh I'm this pa- situation will only improve from here i'm gonna pause real quick so yeah so like you know like coal impoundments are they're like a big fucking problem, you know, like because like, you know, obviously mining regulations and anything to do with that industry is like it's all a fucking sham. You know, like none of the inspectors can really either do anything or stop anything. Um, so they're all, they're always like either leaking or, you know, like it's just it's bad news, you know. Um, so it's a real rigmarole, you know, Uh you have Buffalo Creek in 1972, uh, which is when a coal impoundment by the, uh, owned by the Pitts and Company uh, burst. And so, you know, it's just a dam at the top of a mountain, uh, which I think it held something like 100. It was 132 million gallons of coal slurry. Coal slurry. Uh, mm. Which spilled out into the valley below, destroying 17 towns. Wow. Um, is that why they stopped selling coal slurry at Dairy Queen? <laughs> uh, no, they still use it in the blizzards. That's what keeps it from falling out. Cool. It's in cookies um, and cream. No coal blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it killed 125 people, injured uh, 1,121. And like, Imagine you're just sitting on your porch just whittling. Yeah. And then just like <laughs> a you fucking... Literally, that's a lot of slurry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not stopping. Oh. <laughs> wow, I better whittle faster. <laughs> I better go tell Karen. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, like 4,000 people are homeless. Uh, the governor at the time, like, started a commission to investigate it. Um, like, when 
the UMWA was like, hey, maybe put a minor on that commission because they kind of know about that stuff. He was like, ha, no. And um, at the end of it, he found that the findings were like way too damning. So he suppressed his own commission's report. Um, all in all, he Damn. made Pittson pay a million dollars in damages uh, when like the cost of rebuilding and like outside of what like civil like dues were probably like needed to be paid uh it was all in like the hundreds of millions are you there know? any of like, these labor battles where it ends and you think oh good everything was fine no okay yeah right. <laughs> um, i haven't seen the outline <laughs> <laughs> um so, so these are a bunch of yeah things to learn from i guess in terms of labor well, uprisings and it's like a thing failed to, experiments. to hear about in general because like in my history book, in like my West Virginia history class, they just say the flood of 1972 in Buffalo in Buffalo Creek. They just they just call it a flood. Yeah. Talk about like the damage. Like they mention nothing. You got to go out of your way to learn about all this. Yeah. shit. Because yeah, I mean, in Texas is the same way. Where like the for some reason, you, like you have to take nine years of Texas history in Texas, wow, but it's really? just what? like some absurd number like that. Like every other year in school, you have to take it, but then it's also completely whitewashed history. So you're just the reason down there. The reason no one from Texas has any historical context for anything is because that's history class. Right, is just learning like how just rascal flats lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like Sam Houston for and his giant blue years. ox uh, ended slavery, and it's just a bunch of shit that's not true. Um, and now we'll watch the three amigos again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ozzy Osbourne pissed on the Alamo. <laughs> that is true, though. And yeah. so, like, the largest dam in the world is actually a coal slurry impoundment. It's a uh, up up top a uh, uh, brushy fork uh, down near Beckley, West Virginia. It holds 31 million cubic meters of coal slurry, and it's been re like like expanded three times. And, like, every time that they expand it, they don't dig down to bedrock to, like, put in new walls. They just put it on top of, like, like fallen coal sediment. So it's literally they're building something twice the size of the Hoover Dam on top of, like, what is, like, coal sand mixed with water. Like, mm. so it's just it's going to break eventually. Yeah. And if it broke, it would reach from, like, the center of West Virginia. Probably floodwaters would reach, like, Kentucky. Like, it's... It's no good. Holy it's, shit. It's not good at all. Um, and this is all able to happen because West Virginia's government is just the most, just the wackiest shit in the whole fucking world. Um, it's like a hard right state uh, for local politics, right? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because uh, Joe Manchin's out there. Joe Manchin is our senior senator. And he's a, um, like a... Is, is he a Democrat? He's, he's a, a Democrat. Democrat. But he, like, acts like a Republican. Yeah, right? he shot the cap-and-trade bill in a commercial. Um, I thought yeah. he was, was going to say he shot the captain. He's like the Cuomo of West Virginia. Okay, yeah. Ace yourself. It just bothers me his name isn't Joe Manchin. <laughs> it, it's so close, yeah. and it would be so appropriate, and it's just not there. <laughs> I mean, How about you know. Manchin? He's got a huge <laughs> chin, you know? Yeah, yeah. Look at my man's chin. It's out of control. How about a Manchin for the fellas? Uh <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh-huh. so that was a joke. You know, we'd all love to get a better representative than him in the Senate, but the only person that keeps running against him is fucking Don Blankenship. <laughs> oh was, yeah, that fucker. Who was responsible for the Upper Big Branch mine, mine explosion, which killed twenty nine people? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and has the personality of like a literal sheet of rock. Like he's he sucks so bad, dude. <laughs> like 
He's, is there like a shooting just, test to run? Why are you just getting like Yosemite Sam? He's well, probably he, paying him to run because it's like he's he's basically McGruber, yeah, so he right. can't win. You know. I mean, he was the guy that like was on the news like a couple months ago just because he he was running for primary. He's like, I'm gonna stand up against Cocaine Mitch and his China family. <laughs> yeah. You guys remember him? Yeah, I remember yeah, that. That's, that's old Don Blankenship. He kept saying China family and he, Cocaine he, Mitch. He's like, I don't know if it's like a form of autism. Or something, but he just like has like these fucking slogans that make no sense. He'll be like, "I'm gonna bring call back for the sake of the kids." <laughs> <laughs> Vote Don Blankenship, <laughs> and it, uh, it fucking makes no sense. I don't know. And our other senator is the daughter of the governor who only made the Pitts and Company pay a million dollars to West Virginia. It's all fucked. It's all. And I could go on for so long, but it's all fucked. In conclusion. In conclusion. West Virginia. A land of contrast. In conclusion, uh, all politicians are bought. Uh, the real tyrannical government is a corporate oligarchy. Use your Second Amendment rights and, yeah. I don't know, shoot up the Amazon headquarters or something. Allegedly, don't do not do that or whatever. But do it. <laughs> Satire. Sat- yeah. Satire. <laughs> that's my new catchphrase after I say I like that. Everything. That's, that's very useful. <laughs> something about the cadence really gets me. All right. Um, cool. Thanks for uh, coming on, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I know I just kind of fucking... No, it's quite interesting, um, uh, little, you know, little purview into, uh, I don't know, West Virginia. I think think the reason I thought that was kind of interesting is because, uh, to a lot of people, especially, like, liberals, you know, that part of the country is this mythologized thing, Mm -hmm. um... That a lot of people don't understand the history of like labor uprisings and stuff there. I mean, to a mm-hmm. lot of people, I think it's just a like a one note, like oh, you know, bunch of hicks in a, a trailer, idiots voted right. for Trump. I've talked about that a million times on the show. I don't think yeah, that's no. the case. It's you know, Trump I is mean, elected by the middle they're class. They're militant mountain people, and you need them to win the revolution. <laughs> yeah, we are swing. Are you states. happy? That's Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> People misunderstand poor populations all over the country because they're no, not very well yeah. represented, and the history of them isn't well represented. You know, mm-hmm. uh, history's written by the winners, etc. Um, so and yeah, the sinners. Hell yeah, dude, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. I'm gonna go suck my own dick. He, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's go out to Marilyn Manson sucking his own dick. <laughs> I've already like thought of put t- it in the mashup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Marilyn Manson, Little Peep, idea, probably some cool, uh, you know, folk music too. I'm going to, it's going to be sick, dude. Maybe Mbop and do Marilyn Hanson, huh? How about that? Wow. (laughs) Those fucking Hanson kids sucking their own dicks. (laughs) (laughs) They're adults. It's fine. Yeah, they're adults now. They can suck their own dicks. They can make their own decisions. (laughs) Um, Cool. Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, that's a fucking fascinating story. And uh, obviously, you know, one that's kind of important and cool being uh, the largest armed labor uprising in uh, American history until... You know, until 2020, huh? Soon, baby. Let's yeah. do it. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Um, is there anywhere anything you want to plug? Uh, uh, not really. I mean, I run a monthly show in Brooklyn uh, at Fault Nail House every second Saturday of the month at 8 p.m. It's always good comics. Me and uh, Ethan SP host it. It's a great show. Come by, and then you can uh, follow everything else I'm doing. I'm on Twitter at, at Max underscore Ogle, and on that on all the platforms. So yeah, I guess that's it. 
Just follow yeah. Max around. Follow me around. Yeah. Follow him around. Follow me around. Hey. Follow Max around in one of those uh, train cart things that you have to pump up and down. Yeah. Pump cart. Pump cart. Oh yeah. yeah, we talked about that. Pump cart. Those video game Donkey Kong carts. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go off. We'll go off screen right, and then I'll come back off off screen right, go on screen left, and you can be behind me. It'll be a nice cartoon. It'll be fun. We'll be on the cart. A large bear will be behind us, and we'll be moving towards the screen. And then, how about we just run on, run in and out of different doors with no uh, no real sense made? You That's know, what like it's like following Max. Yeah. Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's like a Scooby cartoon. Um, anybody else? Uh, follow me, ACLU official. Follow me on Facebook, where uh, you can watch me fight with people. Um, I don't do much fighting. Jake does all the fighting now. But uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, ACLU official. Follow me on Facebook. Uh, I got a weekly show, uh, Airplane Mode, Cherry Tree Bar, every Thursday, 8 p.m. Hi, follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. Come to my weekly show every Sunday at 7 at Sing Sing on Avenue A. Bad news, it's a comedy show. We dress up and do the news, and it's a comedy show. And uh, listen to my other podcast, Ballin' Out Super. Uh, you know who I am. Follow me on my bullshit. Um, rate, review, subscribe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll be out back on the road soon. Um, sign up for the Patreon. Bonus apps and all that shit. Uh, that's it. And now, check out this jam. Yeah, check out yeah. this fucking mashup. Pew, 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 wee, 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 wee. Uh, those aren't DJ noises. I don't know what I was doing. Pew, 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 pew. What the fuck is that? Yeah.
Dead, who was a, a philosopher that I thought that I learned a lot from. Um, and that was a, a title that I was given, so a lot of people made a lot out yeah, of it. Yeah, but I mean, look, if you're a reverend not in the a church job. of Satan... I didn't get paid for it. <laughs> but why, if you want to get those kids, those lonely right. kids, and you want them to be able to be creative mm -hmm. and burst out of that, why the bizarre presentation, which can be misinterpreted? I think everybody's got a presentation. Everybody looks a certain way because they want to convey a certain image. You look a certain way because you want people to listen to you in a certain way. Are you uh, an exhibitionist? I'm kind of shy, and I think that I take that out by performing in front of a lot of people. That's how I get out my shyness. So.